Francisco 49 is deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark. Garrison Hurst, stiff farm going 99. Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time. John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline. NDB, greatest owner of all time. Groovy, Walgren, Bill Belichick were all students of Bill Walsh. Don't ever forget. Hi guys, the following show was recorded live during our meetup at Leeds. It is the first time that we've attempted to record a live show. We are aware the audio quality isn't great and we learned a lot about recording on the move um, but we decided that we're going to upload the podcast anyway so you can have a listen to what people thought before we went into the game against the Chicago Bears. Hey guys, welcome back to the 49 and Faithful UK show and today's show is a live show. We are currently in Leeds waiting for the week one matchup against Chicago Bears. We are sat in the head of steam and we currently have about 20 to 25 49 fans with us. So we thought we'd do a, a live show, talk about what is different between the last pod, which was only Thursday night, published yesterday of course, uh, and how we're feeling today because obviously the news has broke that George Kittle is out. So that kind of changes the whole shape of how the game's going to look. Um, and I think we all have an opinion on that. Not only that, but there's also the weather to take into account. So out of all the games being played in the NFL this weekend, the 49ers-Bears game is by far the worst weather. They are expecting torrential rain. They're expecting thunderstorms. So we are really expecting a run-heavy game today and potential delays during the game. So I'm going to pass you over to Najee and uh, I'll ask Najee what his thoughts are coming into the game given the news that we've got. Hey guys, uh, obviously sorry about the sound, we're in, in a pub drinking beer so it may not sound great. Um, yeah, jo- you know, missing George is, is big, especially if we want to run the ball, right? That's a yeah. bit of a problem. Yeah. Um, but, as we said on Thursday, I think the committee is going to have to come out. We're going to have to have Mitchell and Wilson and probably you know Mason and TDP taking part in this if it's going to be that bad. And Debo. I mean, you know, we know he's said he doesn't want to run the ball, but I think on a day like this, if it's torrential, we're going to need him to do so. So I have faith. I think the Bears defense can't really handle anything anyway. So, um, I mean, I'm looking forward to just football, really. And uh, it's going to be exciting. And uh, we all remember the Washington game a few years ago. Yeah, we do, unfortunately. (laughs) Which wasn't very pretty, but we won it, right? So I think today that's kind of like I'm seeing all these people here. And uh, I just want us to have a good day. So any win, I think, would give us that. So I'd be happy with that. What do you think, Bob? Yeah, I, I thought the Washington game came to mind this morning when we were on the train down that G and a good friend of mine texted me to say your game's got the worst weather <laughs> um, obviously we've arrived in Leeds which is a beautiful sun, sunny day um, a 9-0 victory with Robbie Gold kicking all the field goals I take that right now we are at our live meetup. as Lee said there's 25 people here already we're expecting a few more to join us in the box um, we've got nine as football. Um, I don't think the game plan will change. I think, like I said the other night, it'll be a lot of run heavy, especially with the weather. But uh, I cannot wait to see football kick off and what we have in store for today. So I've got, I've got to say, Paul, I mean, look, looking at uh, the game plan that we're going into this game, in the particular weather that we've got, I actually feel because of the torrential rain, we may see a lot more of Jordan Mason than the other backs. 
because Jordan Mason is more of a thick-set back who is a north to south runner. And I think this particular game might actually be geared up to him rather than the likes of uh, Elijah Mitchell. Um, obviously, Jeff, Jeff Wilson, he's a good north to south runner as well. Um, with the experience, with his knowledge of the playbook, he will more than likely be the number one power back, essentially. Um, with this weather but yeah I wouldn't be at all surprised if we see a big dose of Jordan Jordan Mason today uh, and that would be good for me because, <laughs> because he's in my fantasy team oh it's a that's bold uh, yeah I don't know Kyle Kyle's in rookies right I mean, it's going to be it'll be a first if if Jordan Mason plays a lot because he's a rookie yeah but um, Elijah Mitchell was a rookie last yeah. season he was kind of thrown in the deep end when yeah. uh, Mostert was injured so I mean never say never I think it'll come down to who suits the game the best and at the moment it's Jeff Wilson and Jordan Mason rather than um, TDP although I'm saying that I mean TDP he's a big lad yeah, he's true. a big lad so actually we might see a lot more of Wilson TDP and Mason than we do of Mitchell yeah yeah and, and like you were saying before, Lee, if you look at Jordan Mason in trading camp, he had two carries, he'd impress. If he had seven carries, he'd impress. He was one of those players that came from nowhere. I know the content creators like Jason Aponte and Brad Graham have been really banging the drum for him. Um, yeah. Like you said, it's just ironic that we're sat in sunny Leeds and it's going to be wet, rainy weather, but uh, come six o'clock with a beer in our hand, as Nadji said, I'm sure we'll all be shouting, cheering and looking forward to the game. Yeah. Right, so that's the news. Should we get some people here and see what they think about the game? Or yeah, let's see if we can rope in somebody who can give a bold prediction. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll pause here so we can edit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we'll be right back. So we've with Seb here, he's got a voluntary bold prediction. How are you feeling about the meter to um, start with? Oh man, it's, it's amazing. As a Leeds resident, the fact that everyone's descended on my city is just in incredible. And I know... Uh, we're a bit disappointed that uh, you know official bits of the event got uh, cancelled. But was it 50 plus of us going to be here today? So far, it's confirmed 50, and that's just on Facebook account. Yeah. So outside of Facebook, you've got a lot of people who are on Twitter. They don't really generally do anything with uh, Facebook. So I'm actually expecting more closer to 100 people. Yeah. So based, based off what we were told when we got off the train. Um, the guard stopped us going through the gates and said, what's happening today, where you guys play? Oh, he, right. he was a bit confused when I said Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> so we said, well, why'd you ask? He said, because there's a big group of you just come through, about oh, yeah. 20 people nice. dressed in 49er outfit. Yeah, I can imagine it was so late cancelling and completely understandable, obviously, considering the circumstances. But nobody's going to cancel when it's too late, so I think people are going to show up and show the support for the Niners. I'm looking forward to it. We're mostly looking forward to your, to your bold prediction. Well, I think we've had our first bold prediction. It's going to be over 100 of the faithful yeah. in yeah. Leeds, which is brilliant for me. Um, my prediction might not be as bold as I kind of thought it was. I think it's not going to be um, a complete, you know, slaughter fest, but I think Chicago will scrape maybe a field goal out of it, and my prediction is 21-3 uh, Niners. Ooh. So, well, not as bold as I think others. I had uh, I had a score in my head that I think was an old was the, an old Super Bowl score, um, but yeah, twenty one to three Niners. Chicago does manage to save some of their dignity, <laughs> but uh, even with uh, Kittle, I think he's, he's predicted out. to be off the field, yeah. um, and with some teething troubles with Lance, who I'm really looking forward to seeing in action. 
I think, yeah, 21-3, that's for me. 21-3 is not a bad shout, and I'll tell you why I don't think it's a bad shout. Based off what the weather's going to look like now, I've changed my mind from my prediction on um, the last pod, which was Thursday night. I'm now looking at probably the 21-0 shutout. And the reason I say that is I don't particularly think anybody's going to take a chance at the field goal in a muddy field, if it is a muddy field. So it'll all depend on how long before kickoff it started to rain. We're led to believe it's torrential rain and thunderstorms. Um, nobody's going to risk a field goal because your kicker's just going to slip over trying to kick a field goal. So I think it's going to be run all game long. And therefore, I think we'll stop the run no problem whatsoever. And I think we'll come out 21-0 winners. That's my change from the podcast on Thursday. What, what do you think about that, Paul? Because yeah. I can see you smiling. No, I, <laughs> I always smile, mate. I'm, I'm at a 49 Faithful UK meet-up with all these wonderful people. Of course I'm smiling. I do think our score predictions from Thursday do need to reflect the change in the weather. Like you said, um, I'd take either your prediction or Seb's prediction. I just want a win at the end of the day. If it's a 9-0, three-field goal like in Washington, I'd take that. But I'll I'll agree with my good friend Lee Gowland. So we're going for what, 21-0? 21-0, yeah. So fireballs on Lee if that score goes ahead um, I'll just shout that a bit louder for everybody at the back no, I'm only joking mate I'm only joking so, so, I would right. like to say if we do get exactly 21-3 then I feel like I should be drinking free for the rest of the night um, but and we'd all love a shutout but my question then is how desperate do you think Chicago would have to get in order to actually attempt a field goal in the, in the, in the wind and the rain so to do that Chicago need to be in realistic range of trying a field goal but certainly no they're not going to get a touchdown with either running the ball or passing the ball and to be honest I mean that, that's quite a likely scenario depending on what the weather is like if the field is as bad as what we think it can be you're definitely not going to send your kicker out there because as soon as they put that plant foot down the stabilisation foot down they're just going to slip so they need to be very desperate to do that but if they're not putting points on the board, they're going to attempt it at least once. Do you think then the desperation is also going to be with that actually making a difference? So we would have to not have many points on the board, so that field goal would be worth the risk? I don't think so. They're tanking this year, uh, unofficially, of, <laughs> of course. Um, but no, they're, they're rebuilding. I think for them it's going to be getting field to get better every every game. So if that and and Iberflus is trying to find a way of calling his game. So I I mean obviously they're gonna to play to win and that's the NFL at the end of the day. But if if it's a blowout, I think they'll just go out and try and extend their training camp maybe and work on plays and maybe try and make a splash in the division rather than you know, hurting themselves, especially if the weather's bad. An extended right? preseason. An extended preseason <laughs> game, yeah. So do, do you not think that will do anything to avoid a shutout? because of the psychological damage that could do on a team, a, a young team with a new coach? No, because I think they've got all the excuses in the world for that. The weather is really horrendous, and it's a new yeah. team, and a new head coach, and a new defensive coordinator, and new everything, it's a new regime. Um, I mean, yeah, it doesn't look good, but it's also week one. Uh, look at the, what the Rams are looking like right now. Uh, you know, everybody's laughing at them, and we'll all forget about it week 12 or whatever. You know, the Packers lost 38-3 to the Saints last season in week one. And that you know they made it to to the playoffs, and nobody remembered that game. So I think that's where we are. Yeah, you you got to think these guys think much bigger picture than we do week by week. So yeah, I, that's what I think. 
Yeah, no, I agree, Nancy. I think sometimes we get hung up on the scores. And while it was a good question, I think in the NFL it's a business decision. They won't, they won't mind, I say, losing. Nadji's right, everyone plays to win, but they're not going to put Justin Fields at risk just to get points on the board. I do think it's ironic, gents, that we've got two members out in Chicago, Neil Tennant and Richie Stockdale. Yeah. So unfortunately, <laughs> hopefully they're prepared for the rain. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Kim, Kim Sorensen's there as well. Kim yeah. Sorensen's there. I did see that they had better weather last night, Nadji. The John Chapman and Wayne Breezy rush road trip looked epic on Instagram. It definitely got me in the mood for today, but I do think the weather has took a turn for the worse. Yeah, I've got to agree with you there. Um, I mean, it's still going to be a fantastic experience. Soldier Field is one of the stadiums I'd love to get to. I love the, the old stadiums with the traditional names rather than, I know sponsorship's a necessary part of it, but it's nice to visit Soldier Field, Candlestick Park, yeah. and I, yeah. I'm, I'm still feel very grateful that in 96, my one game in the States that I went to see was at uh, Candlestick Park. I've seen them once here at Wembley, that was brilliant, but uh, yeah, glad I got to see the stick before it closed. Thanks, Sven. Uh, thanks for the info. We'll put this together and you can hear yourself. Yeah, really <laughs> fun. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Hi, guys. So we've got Nat and Dave who have come down for the meet-up with us now. So we're just going to ask them a little bit more information about why they've come down and some bold predictions. So, Nat, thanks for joining us today. Um, what, what do you think of the meet-up so far? Yeah, it's awesome. Um, I think the last time I had the situation where I had so many 49ers fans was when I was um, actually in California. I went to a... Uh, America um, back in 2019 but I guess, I guess for me um, obviously I've, I've always been in contact with uh, Lee, Lee Gowland and um, yeah no it's it was good just to sort of network and you know find out you know yeah just get to know people and just broaden broaden the expansion if you like <laughs> so before I move over to, to Dave well obviously the weather forecast doesn't look great in Chicago we gave some score predictions on Thursday. We've just given some revised ones there. What's your thoughts on today's game? Um, I, I think the that the fact that obviously if it's being if it's raining as heavy as it is as it's been predicted, um, I think it can be quite. Um, I'm hoping it's not going to be a mud bath game, but I, I kind of um, I remember when when I watched a game. Um, between the seasons of 2019-2020, I can't remember which teams. I think it might have been even Chicago at that point. I could be very much mistaken, but it was, um, yeah, it was quite a, uh, it, it was quite a mud bath. So I'm hoping that you know, obviously they did win that game, but it's it's going to be interesting to see what 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 happens. But um, uh, if it's slippery out there, um, I'm not anticipating that there's going to be many. <laughs> many sort of touchdowns and it might come down to field goals so um, I wouldn't anticipate it being a really high scoring game I just think it will be down to you know what, what the coaches do from an offensive and defensive perspective so yeah hopefully possibly I'm probably going to say probably a score range of probably between 16 maybe to 7 49ers win yeah, we all want a 49ers win, so jumping in on that, Nat, uh, I've got Dave sat with me here now, so Dave, your first meet-up, what, what's your thoughts so far? Oh, it's brilliant, I've been waiting for something like this for a while, I go to America once a year, the crack, but yeah, this is good, we've got 20, 30 people here, from all over here, shame the official one got cancelled, but it's good to see so many pe people up here. Yes. 
So obviously, like you've said there, the official side of things obviously got postponed last minute for obvious reasons. Um, it is great to see so many Niners fans. For me personally, connecting with people that I've talked to on social media, on Twitter, on Facebook and putting faces to the names. Um, as Nadji said, we will apologise in advance. The more beer that gets drunk, the more names we will forget. Um, everyone's chuckling. As you can probably tell from the nature of this podcast, the atmosphere is building nicely. It's always great to connect with Faithful from around the UK. So before we let you go, Dave, Nats give us his score prediction. We're going to put you on the spot here now, mate. What, what's your thoughts? Uh, yeah, it's going to be cl- a lot closer than what people think. I'm going to go 13-10, Robbie Gold, Robbie Gold winner with about a minute and ten left. Nice. I think at this point, Nadji, we'd all take that. What, what do you reckon? No, I don't want to. I don't want one of those thirteen ten <laughs> thing. I, I want to. I want it to be nice and comfortable, so we don't have to worry about it. We can just drink and have fun and watch the game. But I'll take a win. I'll take. I'll take anything. Thanks, guys, for your journey. Have a good. Have a good one. We'll see you later. And uh, and good Niners. Yeah. Thank you. So continuing on the theme of today's pod, we've been joined by three regulars who travel far and wide to the meetups. So first of all, I'm going to introduce you to Keitha, who boarded his bus at 10 to 3 yesterday morning from Brighton. So fair play to that, Keitha. You've been to a couple of meetups so far, buddy. It's always awesome to see you make the effort. What do you think is going to happen in today's game? I want you to give us a bold prediction, buddy. Niners win, 35-17. Okay, so before I hand over to the twins that I've got, stood waiting to give their prediction just a quick thought what do you think of the meetup so far in Keitha why, why do you come from so far just uh, meet new people meet new friends and that no I appreciate that buddy so thanks for, for joining us so Jordan thanks for coming again traveling quite a distance you're going to give us your bold prediction for something that's going to happen in today's game boasted to have three sacks Nice. Is that, is that bold? Given the weather, it could be, you know, given the offensive line and if they're going to try and run the ball, that means Bose has got to get round before it's handed off. So, did you say three sacks yeah. there, Jordan? Yeah. So, what's your thoughts on the meet-up so far then, buddy? I know you've been to a couple. Well, always great. Nice people. Always delight, Always grateful to actually meet up and have a good drink and everything with them. Going well at the moment. Better win for wins later on as well. Let's go Niners! So next to take the hot seat is uh, Jordan's brother Jay. So you've had a little bit of time in between the technical issues there to think of um, your bold prediction for the offence, buddy. So what, what's your thoughts? Yeah, uh, I would only going to go for the score anyway. Alright, give us a score, give us a score. 35-13 uh, to the Niners. Okay, nice. So, to help you out a little bit there, because we put you on the spot. So, on the offensive side of the ball, the weather is looking to be bad today. So, we're thinking there's going to be a lot of rushing attempts. So, do you think there's going to be any particular running back that might surprise you with the amount of yardage he gets today? Not... Oh, sorry. Jay's brother Jordan's just jumped in. Repeat that, Jordan. Who did you say is getting the first touchdown? Are you to get the first touchdown? Nice. Well, um, before I let you go, Jay, um, just want to give your thoughts on the meetups and what, why you travel so far and what you think about them so far. Um, all brilliant. Um, great la- um, lads. 
always that for a bit of fun. The piss up is it good. And the um, and the um, we all there to represent the um, 49ers. Let's go Niners. Now appreciate that, gents. Thanks for joining us, and uh, let's enjoy the game. As Jay said, let's go Niners. So we've been joined by three more from the 49 Faithful UK community. So just before Nadji press record there, Colin was about to give us a bold prediction. We told him to hang on, keep that thought. So come on, Colin, what was it you were about to say, buddy? I think Sam Womack's going to have an interception and a fumble recovery. <laughs> just for clarity, Lee Gowland isn't here at the moment. So we will... We we will make a note of that because if you listen to Thursday's show, the mention of Womack and Leeds meant Lee had to have a fireball for every mention. So I think Colin has mentioned the first one, Nadji. So oh, hang on, then. I might have to say something about Womack then. Um, <laughs> before we hand over to Jay and Connor, I know it's your first meet-up, Colin, so I just wanted to get a quick um, your thoughts on the meet-up and what you think so far. Well, it's lovely. Brilliant group of guys. Made so welcome. Um, yeah, really, really glad I came. Brilliant decision. And just before I hand over Nadji, Colin uh, was telling us a bit before about his background in the game and there's a few details I definitely want him to share. So on that note, Colin, put you on the spot, give us a bit of a brief background like you were telling me and Connor earlier. Well, I was very fortunate that I started supporting the 49ers from 1977 when I had a, a cousin come over from Pittsburgh and just showed us less than 10 minutes of a Pittsburgh 49ers game, which unfortunately 49ers lost 27 and nothing. But ever since I've, I followed us and uh, feel hugely honoured that I've sort of chose the right team by, by weird coincidence, really. So, and But one thing, I mean, my cousin, unfortunately, he's no longer with us, but he wrote um, letters to me and he'd done one on the draft when we drafted Montana. And he actually said that, he said, great quarterback for Notre Dame. He said, but I'm not sure he'll be great in the NFL. And every time we won a Super Bowl, I used to send him a copy of that. <laughs> ah, cheers for that, Colin. So we've got an, I say an old voice, Jay Peplow. He's been missing off radar for a couple of years, for want of a better word. Welcome back, Jay. Welcome, Paul. Good to be back. Give us some thoughts on today's game. Oh, today's game. There's certain unpopular opinions that I will leave for another time. Uh, you want spit out? Oh. Yep, for those listening at home, Nadji is telling Jay to spit it out. Come on, Jay. I'm not sold on Trey Lance in the slightest. There's a reason why he has the number five shirt, because he's half the quarterback of number 10. Um, I can honestly... This is the problem I've got. We've got so many weapons in our arsenal right now. We're such a powerful team. To give it to a quarterback who isn't proven yet and who hasn't earned the team yet. He's earned the position, but not the team. I have a slight issue with. I'm sorry for people who are going to hate me for it, but I am the boat rocker. And that's what I'm here for. I, that's fair enough. Um, so my question then is, what does he need to do to show you that he deserves the job? Because obviously he hasn't had the chance yet, right? And that's what rookies are. They come in with high hopes, high ceiling, high floor, whatever you want to talk about. But until they actually put a few games together, Mahomes sat on the bench for a year and everybody was like, is this guy for real? And then three, four games in, you go, right, yeah, he is. So. We, 
even if today because the conditions are horrible might probably not see what he can do but how long are you giving him I don't give him this team it's too good of a team to give to an unknown entity who hasn't established himself in the NFL yet I think he's got to earn the team we've got too many good players there we're too deep in near enough every position to give it to somebody who potentially could be great but at the same time we have still got Jimmy G who is not elite who is not super great but we know what he can do and he's taken us to Super Bowls before he's taken us to playoffs before I'm just worried that Trey Lance will come in he'll do an iffy job come the end of the season we won't hit playoffs and then we're going to lose some players then we're at a rebuild stage which is what I think Trey Lance is good for is a rebuild team not an established right so if I understand you you think his window is past our window and you're a little bit worried about that you think he's going to take too long to develop where people like maybe uh, Debo, Ayuk and all that will be gone by the time he eats his pick, right? Okay, and I, I think it's a fair criticism. Um, and it, I'd love to be proved on it. Yeah, that's so, if he, comes out, if he comes out today and balls out 400 yards and four touchdowns, you're, you're sold, right? Okay, so at least, you know, supporter, good fan. But I think it's a legitimate question. Would you? Yeah, I was going to say, um, I know Nadji, a few people might have being aghast by Jay's thoughts there, but anyone who knows Jay knows he's a 49ers fan. Um, Neil Watson is currently dancing a jig for joy wherever he's listening to this, but no, I'll, Love you, Neil. All, all, <laughs> all jokes aside, I think we all agree, Nadji, we're all 49er fans. We've said on this show many a time, we're not saying Trey Lance is going to be the Mahomes like you've mentioned, but Jay, we appreciate your honesty, buddy. We appreciate you coming on. You've definitely dropped a bomb. And... <laughs> I was just about to say, before I hand over to Connor, who has to follow that um, delightful insight, what's your bold prediction for today's game, buddy? Bold prediction for today's game, I'm going to go Bosa with five sacks. Oh, we had three from the Reynolds brothers, but Jay's taken that three and... Five sacks. Five. Five. Well, thanks for, for joining us. We're going to hand over to Connor Ryan now. So, Connor. This is your first meet-up. What's your thoughts so far, buddy? Hello. Uh, yeah, you probably need subtitles with uh, me and Paul on. Strong T-side contingent. But as far as the meet-up goes, all good. It's been good meeting everyone and putting faces to names, finally. So, yeah, all good. So, for people listening at home, Nadji, we can confirm that myself and Connor Ryan are two separate people with the same voice. Yeah, unfortunately, no one can understand what just happened. But... <laughs> <laughs> yes, two different people, very real. I can confirm this now. Jokes aside, come on, uh, Connor, give us a either ball prediction, score prediction, whatever you want. Well, Jay's just took my thunder there with a the ball prediction. I was going five sacks for Borsa, so I'm just going to go Niners win 21 10. That's good. I think we'll all take that. We'll all take that. Well, thank you guys. Have a good meetup. Have a good game later. We'll more beers. And uh, yeah, thank you. See you in a bit. The San Francisco 49ers deep in the heart Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep Clark Garrison Hurst, stiff arm going 99 Don't get it twisted, one and all with prime time John Taylor, Jerry Rice down the sideline NDB, greatest owner of all time Gruden, Walgren, Bill Belichick We're all students of Bill Walsh, don't ever forget